Welcome, everybody, to the Hound's Tale podcast. Tonight, we are going over the traits of a hound that we are looking for. I'm joined, as always, by Dylan Watson and Daniel Evans. My name is James Hudson. Uh, first off, I want to kind of kick in that, uh, kind of go over our weekend we just had. We uh, were able to get down to Hollywood, Fox Preserve, and get a little pleasure running in. Uh, definitely appreciate those guys letting us get in and you know, me and Dylan were Dana were talking about it earlier. We, we met up with some guys down there. They were pleasure running at the same time, and I cannot. We cannot remember those guys' names for nothing. I am terrible, terrible, terrible with names. So if y'all listening, shoot us a message, and uh, would love to hear from you. And I really enjoyed hanging out with y'all for a little bit and and working with the dogs and listening to some good running. So, uh, Dylan, I think uh, I think it was a pretty. Uh, pretty good night overall you know we had a little trouble here and there but as far as just kind of our dogs but uh, the pen was absolutely jamming yeah the pen was jamming it was i wouldn't call it an off night but it it almost seemed like an off night for our dogs honestly they right didn't do like they normally do they acted a little funny for some reason i don't know if it's because they don't know the pen like they do pools, so I mean that right. that could have been the the problem there. Yeah, but it it was some good running for sure. Absolutely, they did, they did when they were good. going for jamming. Yeah, but that kind of kind of is a a good little run on into the to the topic for the night. You know, uh, the traits of a hound. Uh, a lot of people uh, kind of have asked about. What do you look for in a hound? And everybody's different, I would say. You know, uh, there's certain things that some people like in a hound that other people's don't consider to be a uh, a high priority on their list. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is this is what we always joke about. But I like coloring. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like a weird one to start off with, but I love I love a certain coloring. Me particular. I'm a solid white or a mostly white tricolor, kind of that old school looking uh, solid white dog with little black and like light tan or brown patches all over them. That's that's my two favorite coloring uh, options, I guess you could call it, on a, on a dog. I know, Dylan, you're kind of fond of the red dogs, right? Yeah, I like my red dogs and I like my solid white dogs. That's and, right. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like, I love my tricolor dog, especially the way Georgia. Georgia is gorgeous. I love the way she looks. Mm-hmm. She's got the little bit of that, almost like a blue tick type stuff going on in her white. But yeah, that's a, I mean, that's I, a comparison. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I'm not too keen on color. I, I mean, I mostly like mostly all the colors as far as foxhounds. The only ones that I cannot stand, and you and Daniel love them for some reason, is the freaking brindles. I don't like a brindle. <laughs> I, do, I, I despise a brindle. I don't know why, but it just – I guess it's because I got a boxer at home and he's just annoying as hell. So <laughs> that, that might be what's throwing it off. Yeah, Daniel, you kinda, you're kind of with the brindles. You like the brindle look, at, look of a dog, don't you? Oh, yeah. I love a brindle look. Uh, lemon and white, another one of my favorites. 
But the two I got, of course, are black and red and, <laughs> you know, some white. And I grew to love that color, too. So I'm not really too picky. That's right. I like any I like any color that'll run good. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Which <laughs> those two are mostly like a, like a blanket back. Right. I guess that's what some people would call them. Yeah. And you know, almost, about, almost solid black with the red and white. Yeah. You know, you were talking about the brindles, and, and for the longest time, I didn't, I didn't really care for a brindle. I, I never liked the look of it. I thought it was like a screwed-up tiger running through the woods or a cheetah <laughs> or something like that. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's starting to grow on me, the look of them. I haven't brought myself to looking for one yet, but they uh, the, the look is starting to definitely grow on me. But but like we're kind of talking about, you know, the color is not really a big deal. We we joke about it, and everybody's got their preferences. You know, if if I can if I can get my way and and have a white dog, then that's what I'm going for. But if there's a powerhouse uh, dog that's a, a a brindle, and then the mom could be a red dog, I don't care if the thing comes out looking like Tony the Tiger. If it runs through <laughs> the woods, I don't care. But. I guess on a more, uh, you know, on a more serious note, uh, for me personally, um, growing up in the deer woods and it's taken some time to kind of get accustomed to the speed of a dog. But me personally, I love a dog that will hunt. I, I love a good nosed dog. It's just something about to me watching a dog work in the woods and be able to jump and run his own game and not becoming uh, a quote unquote me too dog. Um, that that's that's important to me. A dog that's got that drive to want to get in there and 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 put his nose in the ground and find something that he's looking for. I'd say that's uh, of all traits. That's my favorite one. You know. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, mainly what I look for, say, as a puppy, is is the heart. He, mm-hmm. he wants he wants it like you can tell a difference between a dog that wants it and one that's just just i guess you could say there there yeah yeah in a way yeah, i mean a dog that wants it he's gonna he's gonna go and look for it so like a a pen that just the running dies in it he's he he or she is gonna put their nose down and and hunt and try and find something to run. They've got the heart. They've got the want. That's that's a that's a good trait that I try to look for in a in a young dog, right? Especially, you know, you talk about the when the running dies down. You know, uh, like we talked about when when Dennis was on the show with us a couple of episodes ago. You know, pools is is a great pen and it will jam a lot. But there are times, and it's a, it's because of the foxes. It's nothing necessarily to do with what the pen is done or doing. But foxes are smart. If the weather's not right, or if they're tired, or if they just don't feel like coming out the hole that day, you know, the, the running's going to break down. And if it breaks down, if you got that dog that can get in there while everybody else is out running the roads and trying to find a hunt that's already going on, if you can find, if you got that dog that will get in there and make his own game and make his own running, that that dog's going to win you a hunt. It may yeah. not win, but it's going to place. That dog could be as slow as molasses, but if it gets in there on a, on a, on a day, on an off day, that's, you know, 
not jam pack running the whole time, then it will absolutely place and do good for you in those types of deals. And not to mention being on the outside, you know, you got a dog that hunts, um, my, one of my tree stock dogs, uh, that Vader dog of mine, he's got one of the best noses. And, and I'm not saying it's just because he's mine, but he, he's got one of the best noses I've ever seen. It's almost too good sometimes where he'll stick on such a cold track, the rest of the dogs don't know what the heck's going on because they can't pick it up. But that right there is just something that it, it just drives me wild about a, a, a good dog is, is a good nose. Now, Daniel, you know, I know you're kind of still getting into this thing, but what's a trait that since you've started with us that you really uh, want to look for in your puppies coming up? I definitely the hunt. Like I said, yeah. I mean, I got one chief, you know, he, since I got him has always put his nose down and kind of ran around and the other puppy just likes to run. I mean, he just goes, but I have noticed more that since I've gotten chief shepherd kind of puts his nose down a little more. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one thing that I have started looking at. That's right. That's right. And you can, like you said, you can tell that and you and Dylan both kind of touched on that. You can really tell at a young age that whether oh, yeah. the dog is going to have that hunt in them. You know, if, if a dog has got, you know, a puppy's a puppy, it's, it's going to have play in them. It's going to have uh, a little bit of wandering and, and short term attention span. But if you got a dog that's, he, he breaks out into the woods on you for a few seconds and the first thing he does is put his nose on the ground you know 80 percent of the time you can almost tell you that that's a you got a hunter right there you know dylan i haven't been able to get up with you and and kind of walk with you with your puppies any yet but i know the two of the same litter that i got you know that mean you got every time i take yeah. them out you know they'll play a little bit but once i let them kind of free free roam and and get out into a field or get into the woods if they're not playing with each other, their nose is on the ground, either trying to find their way back to the road that we come or back to the lot, or they're just exploring and putting their nose on the ground. Yeah. Both, both of mine are, are doing great with that. I've noticed because I, I try to take them out at least every evening and work with them on the bench a little bit. Right. Uh, I'll let them run around and whatnot. And sometimes I'll do them separately to where they're, they're focusing where I, they can focus on what I'm doing with them on the bench. That way they're not trying to play with the other one. And when they hit the ground, they'll run whatever for a few minutes or so. And then the nose is to the ground. So, I mean, that's, that's a good sign at a, right. at a very early age. It's, right. They're working, they're working on their nose. I mean, they might not be looking for no game or anything like that, but they're using their nose. They're that's right. Take, that's right. Uh, how, that, that scent in there. How's that dog your dad's doing? Is it doing about the same? That one I haven't taken out yet, which I'm probably going to do here pretty soon. Right. I, I mean, I've messed with her on the bench, and she, I think she's she's going to do great on the bench. I mean, Good she's deal. very pretty. Sits up forward, legs straight. I mean, real pretty stance. But I'm just so scared of turning her loose right there dad's house because she's got some speed to be what is she now uh four months five months old no. yeah she'll be right at the same age as daniel right at, 
Yeah. 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 They're, and a half, they're a day before, yeah. younger. And I mean, she, she's got a lot of speed. <laughs> I mean, I've seen her put her nose down, but she can leave from that area pretty quick. So I'm going to throw her in the box here and, no. and start walking her a little that's bit. That's right. You know, you're talking about the speed. You know, that's another good trait is that I, I like to look for is is how fast that dog can run, especially, you know, if we break into the, you know, being in Virginia, we, we do a lot of uh, fox hunting. We do more, there's more fox pens available, obviously with Virginia only allowing uh, foxes and no coyotes. So to coyote run on a, on a basis is, it's a little more difficult. I'm not going to say it's hard for us, but it's a, it's a little bit longer of a drive and a little bit harder to, to um, compete in the coyote world just for the fact of uh, it's, it's harder to keep a constant train on a coyote in the, in the speed of a coyote. Um, but if you got one that's, that's, that wants to get the, get in there and, and, and run uh, balls to the wall. And we got a phrase, look at it in the, yeah, in the box. Head up and look. That's right. If that dog will pick his head up and look and absolutely jam on it and push that thing, then, yeah. <laughs> you better hold on to your britches because you got something. Yeah. You know, and and along with that, again, I know we, we kind of touched on it for a second back when we talked with Dennis's, but a track holding, uh, you know, that's kind of a, a, a trait that's, <clears throat> that's, that's really important. You know, that saber dog of mine the other night when we were running at Hollywood, um, it, it seemed like, he he could he was doing good. He he impressed me in a lot of ways. He was jumping his own game. He was getting in there. He was hunting. But when he would get to a road, he he would lose the track. I don't know if the fox was cutting back on him. But these foxes have also gotten really smart, and I'm sure y'all have noticed this too, as much as I have. But these foxes are will come out on the road and run down the road 100 or 200 yards, and then take a a, a weird you know, 120 degree cut backwards and almost run in the woods parallel back with them. And it, if a dog ain't got the nose to keep the nose on the ground, it, it'll throw a dog in a second. These foxes have gotten so oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You know, we, we watched it at, uh, at pools the other week. What'd that pools. one dog do? Even that one dog, what uh, did the fox do? That fox came in and it, it come up in the road Done a complete 180 and went into the tall grass. And I'm I'm telling you, there had to be at least 20, 20 dogs that just we was looking at the fox and the dogs just run right past it. This <laughs> one the whole hunt, we don't know whose dog it was, but we was it wasn't potato because that was another one we was calling, but it was <laughs> it was something that we we was just joking around and I don't forgot I think it was meatloaf or meatloaf, something. Like that. It was it was a chunky dog, but you could tell the dog was old. It kind of had like that grayish, grayish uh, face going on. Right. He come through there just trotting on along and with his nose down, and all of a sudden he broke out and he done the complete one eighty like that fox did. I was like, "Yep, yeah, he never missed that it. one right there." He, <laughs> he might not be fast, but he's true to the track. That's right. So, well, that's if you ever see one of your dogs do that, you, I don't care how slow it is. You, Enjoy that. Yeah. Enjoy that. Especially in a pen. Right. Right. 
but yeah, I mean, you know, and but if that dog loses, like you said, look how many dogs ran by that track, and oh yeah, if you got if you got one that can carry at least a little bit of speed and hold a track, he he's beating. You know, he may have not he may not have got the first place crossing in that and when it, that when that fox come out on the road, but if that thing made that cut and cut back, he's going to be first in line at the next road. And as long yeah. as he's got a little bit of speed, he should be able to carry that momentum and carry that 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 speed to you know that track to the next That's crossing. Right. And there's his first place crossing, or there's his second place, even if he does get uh, cut or. or Another dog harks to it on him and comes back around him. But I love a dog like, like you said, that can that can pull a track and and uh, and hold to it. Oh yeah, um, yeah for sure. It's another another thing that I kind of started enjoying, and it's just come up as I talk to other people and everything. A, I guess a. I call it a gritty dog, but a tough dog. Right. Something you can you can take that dog out and run it three days back to back hard running and it jams, it hunts, it's got the speed. And it I mean, after that third day, yeah, it, it legs might be shaking a little bit and it's tired, but you don't have to worry as far as their paws, mm-hmm. uh stuff like that, their their ankles, their joints. They're just all around good healthy strong minded dog tough dog yeah real tough dog real i i I go gritty because it just makes it sound cooler i guess (laughs) that's right (laughs) right i like gritty (laughs) i like it no i I agree with you 100 percent. you know that's that's a it seems to me in the I always talk about it. You know, I grew up in the, in the deer stock world and the tree stock dogs and those dogs are just naturally tough. I don't, oh, every, yeah. it looks like every deer you get that dog looks like it could get, it could run through a tree at a hundred mile an hour, bust right through it and keep on digging on the trail. Like it never, never got broke. I, I don't know yeah. what it is with those dogs. It's, to me, it's an old school thing. You don't see, and you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not talking trash about nobody's stuff, but it just doesn't seem like the 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 old school quote unquote pretty dog thing is, is there as much anymore. It almost seems like the dogs are almost overly pampered. I guess you could say quote unquote. I guess pamper would be a you know. I hate to use that word because it sounds like you know you don't want to treat your dogs right, but at the same time, you know, it almost. I don't know. I, to me, like, there's, there's a lot of uh, dogs that just don't want to get in there and get the nose dirty is what it seems like. Yeah. And I guess that kind of goes back to that hunting thing a little bit is you get a dog that can get in there and get that nose in there and, and push through the briars and, and almost build a immunity up to getting scratched and stuff like that. Like, I know when my when my deer hounds when they were puppies, you know they would go through the bars and uh, and you know they yelp and and it would hurt them a little bit and you know it you know it's a briar it's gonna stick you it's gonna cut you a little bit but nothing nothing to get injured or nothing to get worried about and it, it took them a few times but 
It's I think after the first couple times they really got into a chase, they almost just built, for lack of terminology, an immunity to it. And it's like they don't even think about it. Anymore. No, they don't. They just bust right through that sucker. And hello, dear, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love that. I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm glad that you brought that up. That's, you know, that's that's a really strong trait that it almost seems lost or getting lost, quote unquote. Now, um, and I, I don't know why, but it just. I mean, if you go ahead, if you. If, if you look on speed dogs and I mean, it's, I'm not saying this is everybody, but if you look, you see a lot of people saying speed, 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 speed. And every now and then you'll see one that says, uh, uh, what would they put on there? Has good hunt and average speed. I would be fine with good hunt and average speed before just the ungodly speed. Right. Just speed. It it's you don't see I haven't seen if you if you go back and think about it, you haven't seen many dogs posted saying anything about uh tough or gritty or a- anything like that to be a good tough dog. And I mean, that could be just because everybody else likes that trait too and wants to keep that dog for that right. reason. <laughs> well, but that's, that's, that's a lot of the stuff you'll see on speed dogs. I mean, it's just speed and, or hunt with average speed or just average speed. I mean, right. And you know, uh, there's, you know, going along with that, there's a, there's a negative trait out there too that absolutely drives me nuts. And you, if you can ask them to, uh, I've, my two have a little bit of a tendency to do it, and it drives me up a wall. I can't stand a dog that roads, runs a road. <laughs> I cannot stand it. It drives me up a wall. If that dog, and that kind of goes back to the hunting thing and the grit thing, if that dog, and a dog will break down, a dog will have off days, and a dog will circle a pin if it's just, if it's having one of those days and ain't feeling it, but, but like you said, that dog, that has got that grit. It's got that determination. It's got that hunt. It's got that drive. Knows that that game ain't going to be out there on the road. Mm-hmm. That dog should be in the woods hunting, trying to get the game up. That's, that's what I, I live for right there. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, it's kind of one reason why I kind of stayed in the truck most of the night <laughs> Friday night because I wasn't too happy with what was going on. <laughs> and I know, I know Wishbone. I mean, Wishbone. I can't. I can't complain. He he's got my name called. He he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Uh, I'd say that, but he's got my name called, and I I would like to be in a hunt, not really judging, just in the pen an actual hunt with 400 hounds and actually see exactly what mm, he does. Yeah. I already got an idea, but he's, he's got the, uh, the, I guess <coughs> you can call it a swing. trait. <coughs> yeah. Cut, yeah <laughs> cut, exactly. Cut and swing. I, I was going to go more of along the lines of like pin smarts. Okay? There you go. <laughs> I, I was going to try and make it sound a little bit better, but that's exactly what it is. Is what he's doing is he, he, he will, cut and 
and swing. I mean, I've seen him do that once on the outside, and I was like, "Oh so yeah, that's what you're doing." Yeah, and I that, mean, that was with our dogs. That was with my dog. Yeah, he he's and he he stayed true to the track for a while, right? But then he he it's like he doesn't. If no other dogs is on that track with him, he's gonna stop and go to the biggest pack, which some dogs are like that. I mean, if you talk to Dennis, he's, he'll bring up several stories that he's got, he had one dog that would, when it was in a hunt and it was running in a smaller pack, it was almost like it wasn't competitive enough for that dog's mindset. So it would leave that pack and go to the bigger pack and try and push the front. Right. I mean, every dog's different. That's right. I mean, it's just like a human, but even though they don't do exactly what we want them to do, they still, they still do what they think is in their heads. Right. What they should be doing. Right. And, you know, and, and that brings up a good point too, is some of these traits can be taught. Oh yeah. You know, like I, I'll give that saber dog of mine an example. You know, I got it from a buddy of mine. The dog was in great, sh- you know, good shape. It was trained well. It was a good dog. It was a good running dog, but it was a little more dependent on other dogs and chases going on than I, what I'd like. I'm not knocking the dog at all. I'm not knocking anything about it, but I'm, I'm just, I have a, um, I have an expectation that I want a dog to live to when I have a dog and I wanted to get a little bit more hunting that dog. I wanted to be able to turn the, you know, and I I ran that dog on the outside constantly. I mean, from the moment I get him and I put a full hunting season in him, and I was, (laughs) they give me crap all the time, but I was, I was right on the verge and I mean, I had a post typed out and everything and I was going to, I was going to, I was going to sell them. Somebody else that likes the dog that will, will pull that pulls to hunts and, and, and does his own, you know, does that kind of thing. It'd be great for him. Like in a, if a, a dog would probably do great in coyote pens, if you could get him like a coyote a little bit more. Yeah. I was, I was going to start looking for somebody that would, could use him more for that, for what traits he had. Then all of a sudden, that sap sucker decided he wanted to start jumping and running game on his own, and I guess he just finally picked it up. Or we, we joke about it all the time, and he heard that I was going to get rid of him, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to leave. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, I, I feel like the hunting thing. I'm not going to say to a a grade one standard, you know, to to a plus standard, but a dog that has little to a little bit of hunt has hunt and it can be improved it can really be improved and and i think saber is a great example of that he had a hunt a little bit of hunt it's just not to my standard and now i like hollywood he was in there you know the other night and he he got into the woods and jumped and ran his own game you know i i was i was over the moon with that to be able to go in the pen and get in there and do that I, i was happy i was happy as a clam yeah. Um, you know, another one that can be built into a dog and, it's, and we haven't really touched on is a stamp is stamina. And that goes along with your grit too. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, stamina. Wishbone, you know, I'd have to say he he's got the stamina. Absolutely. I have seen that he's got good stamina for for his age. I mean, he's not even two, so I mean, that dog just good. don't know how to stop. No, he does not want to stop. He doesn't stop until he hears that tone go off, and then he's like, "Oh, I better, I better stop." Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you're right. He's got great stamina, great stamina, and that can be built. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's lots of things that you can do to build stamina. Uh, obviously, the easiest one is as running dogs and, and keeping them moving and keeping them healthy, but. You got sometimes where it's a little harder to get into a pen to pleasure run, or um, there's a leash law in effect, or like right now, turkey season starts Saturday. So, yep. uh, you know, for a couple weeks until 12 o'clock on a Saturday or during, any day of the during the week, we can't turn our dogs loose because we'll mess up somebody's hunt. So, um, but you have, you know, you can swim dogs during the summer if you got a lake or if you got, if you're lucky enough to have a swim tank. Um, there you go. You you can swim them, and everybody. I've heard all kinds of different stories, but the one that seems the most realistic to me is about thirty minutes of swimming for a dog is equivalent to somewhere between four or five hours of hard running. And it's it's not a it's not a cruel thing. It's not a we're putting these dogs in there and they're getting choked and and uh, we're going to let them drown if they don't swim, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's nothing like that. It's a, it, I can, at least speaking for myself, I, I'm in there with the dog. I've gone full bodied. I'm in there with them. I'm standing right beside them and I just got a leash on them and I'm letting them swim in circles. If it looks like they're getting too tired or can't take it no more, you know, then I, I'll pull them out and, and rest them and they're done. That's all I can ask for them to do. But that's another good way to build a trait is, is stamina. And, uh, you know, speed can be built a little bit, but that's more, that's more hereditary. And, uh, you know, another hereditary side, um, we don't know necessarily the most about this because we've always focused on the, uh, on the, on the hunting side of the Fox trials and, Obviously, there's none of this in, in the deer woods, but the, the bench show. You know, Daniel, I think both of your puppies' parents are bench champions. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Or is it just the one? It's just the one, I think. Okay. I couldn't remember, but them, them two puppies of yours stand really pretty. Yeah. I'm glad I finally got the one to calm down enough to stand for that was impressive the other day. Yeah. So, and he's doing better and better each time. Right. Right. And you know, that's a lot of the stuff you kind of, well, like I said, we're not the, we're not experts at it by any means is if that dog's got something new we're getting into. Right. Right. And I'm hoping I got to talk to him. Our buddy, Steve Murphy, I'm going to try to get him maybe here in the next week or so, get him on the show. And, and and uh give everybody an episode on on benching and, and what you go for but the one th- one thing i'm excited to hear him talk about is uh everybody it seems like there's a word confirmation that they use when they're describing a dog that's going to win a bench show is look at the confirmation of that dog i kind of want to i, I want to dig into that word and really figure out 
exactly what confirmation they're talking about. You know, from my understanding, it's standing up on their front toes, leaning up the the 90 degrees on the back feet and that kind of stuff. Um, but there's rules in, into that stuff. And we'll, we'll dive into that whenever we do get Steve. You know, there's leg height rules and ear length and uh, stuff like that. So, and, and none of that can be told at a puppy's age. But the, the, the way a dog stands, um, my male of, of the litter, he's got – He's got a really pretty look. I'm I'm excited. If that dog don't run a, a biscuit, I think he's got a good chance to at least bring home a bench trophy. Uh, I mail out of the same litter. Yeah, doing the same thing. Right. I put him up on the table and put him up at Easter to show uh, show my grandparents. Put him on the table and got him situated. I let go of him completely almost. I just was brushing his tail and he just stood there. Well, I know at least a good few minutes. I was like, okay. Yeah. You you might be a little something here. So, I mean, it, it's surprising. And honestly, if you, if you think about it, their dad is a bench champion. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I'm almost wondering if that could be some type of trait that's, that somehow or another is gets into that dog. I mean, of course you got to work with any dog to make them do that. But at at three months old and that dog, you can take it out the lot and let it run. And when it stops, it's that perfect pose. Yeah. Every time it stops, I I guess that might be the the confirmation. Maybe. I mean, I I would like to dig into that word some more. Right get a better idea of what confirmation is. But to me, when they do that and stand yeah, just pretty as you please at a dead stop after running full blast and just lock up. I love and they're it. Right there. Just perfect. <laughs> I love it. It's like that, that that's just a beautiful stance. If, you I catch mean, if, a, if a hound, go ahead, go ahead. Keep on going. You were in a roll. I, I was, if if a hound comes by me in a fox pen, and I I mean I know you get scratched for loafing or whatever, but he just stops dead in his tracks and he stands pretty like that. Oh man! I'm gonna have to count to at least ten Mississippi before I write anything down because I mean it's just it's to me that that dog. It's picture okay, worthy. You know, you're out here. Yeah, it's just something you would see in a magazine. Yeah, and that's. And that's another thing I like in, in, in the foxhound world. It's just, it's not just the running and it's not just like bragging rights. I mean, everybody's got the bragging oh, that yeah. they do, but a hound that is just that picture perfect moment. I would fill my walls with anybody's dog that just picture perfect. <laughs> right. It's, I just, it's hard to explain. It's just, it, the picture perfect moment. I joke with the wife all the time that I'm gonna I'm gonna get some uh, professional pictures taken of all all my dogs and start putting them on the stairway going down to the basement. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, have that old wall filled with dog pictures. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you think about it, I want to start. I'd like to start doing something like that in in my man cave, which, right? Uh. Is put a get a picture of that dog with its name, and 
planning on how many trophies. Like, you never know how many <laughs> trophies you're going to win with a dog. That's but, right. Like, try and put some trophies around that picture. That's a, I like that. That's a good idea. And that way you got memories. That's just like my dad. He's got uh, that uh, Watson's Mary. That's that's what he named this, that dog that we had, which he's got a puppy name now that is Watson's Mary. But it's Ghost Kennels Watson's Mary. It's kind of kind of weird, have, but you gonna have fun writing that down at the at the hut. Yeah, but <laughs> he he has a big picture over his mantle of him and and that dog. So right, and that's the only dog he kept when he got out of it until that dog passed. Yeah, and that's how much that dog meant to him. The dog earned her spot. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. But, uh, you know, I, I, I say that's a pretty good little gist of, of a lot of the traits and that we look for in these dogs. You know, like I said at the beginning is everybody's got their, their style and everybody's got the certain things that they look for. But for us in particular, you know, that's, <clears throat> that's something that, that we look for as, as owners of dogs, but. When we post this uh, episode to the Facebook page, if y'all aren't following us on Facebook yet and you're out there listening, uh, be sure to find us on Facebook, Hound's Tales Podcast. Uh, but when we post this episode, y'all comment some stuff that y'all like out of a dog. Uh, there's been a lot of good interaction on the Facebook cha- page. I've really, really enjoyed that. and uh, I think we're knocking on the door of 300 followers on Facebook, ain't, we, ain't it? Yeah. <clears throat> It's it's consistent people every day joining in. So I mean it's it's steadily climbing. I love it. Y'all y'all feel free to, to spread the word, share, share the page, share the uh, podcast. Um yeah, we... and, and share share any let us know what y'all want to hear. I know a few people said they wanted to hear a little bit of like uh uh the difference between the foxhounds and some trigs and uh yeah, which I don't know much about trigs and and stuff. I'll, I'll do some research when we get to that point. And, right. And then some others wanted to hear some stuff about, uh, like, uh, home remedies for certain stuff as far as uh, medicine. Right. Trying to trying to help your dog at home. If y'all have any ideas, throw it throw it in there on our Facebook page. And and I mean, if anything, if we don't know a whole lot about one subject whatever we can find out we'll, we'll try to mix a bunch of stuff together to, that's right to, to make sure y'all get what what y'all are wanting to hear yeah so just I, just shoot us something let us know yeah they're not they're not going unseen you know we'll try to like the comment or or, or get back to you on the in the comments but like dylan said we, we've seen them and uh especially like you said the the difference in the in the dogs and where they come from you know that's a lot of uh, that's going to be an interesting little thing to look up and, and really kind of go back on it and see, you know? Yeah. And I mean, there's actually somebody posted it. I read, read about it a while back. I don't forgot where I read it. I think it was online. I was doing some research, but a guy posted on our Facebook page. I have to go back and see his name, but it was the full story of how the American foxhound was brought mm-hmm. to America and oh, the yeah. different breeds that, that made that one foxhound. And, but if I'd have to go back and see if I can find the website, but it actually has a full story of what kind of foxhounds 
and traits they were looking for and in, in, in that day of time because they would they would much rather run the red fox than the gray fox because the red fox that that sucker's slick yeah <laughs> it, it's, it's surprising it's very surprising how much a gray fox and a red fox are different uh-huh. as far as using their head i mean they're both smart don't get me wrong but that red one he he's slick but i'll see if i can go back and and find that website it it's a very good read very right. good read it's all it's it's like you said it's on our facebook page so if you scroll down a little ways that you can you can definitely find it if you're out there listening it's like you said it's it's a great read it's really is um it is a lot of good reads and kind of that touch on similar topics and ideas in the you know uh in the in the magazines that we get the chase and uh, hunter's horn they they they'll touch yeah. on it and touch on some of the old school hunts and hunts back in the day and that kind of thing so it's 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 there's a lot of information out there but we'll be sure here here soon to to get an episode on that and i really like that home remedy idea you know there's a lot yeah. of things that we do um that, that there are certain ways to help a dog advance. Um, or if there is something going on, uh, it, it's, it, there's certain ways that you can help a dog out and, and avoid having to pay a costly vet bill. But that, that'll yeah. be a, that'll and be I a mean, fun one to do. And I mean, if, if anybody that's listening has any home remedies for, for anything, I'm, I'm talking, uh, ticks and worming and kennel cough mm-hmm. uh, just just anything throw it on there on on our facebook because i mean we do have there are new people out there that's just getting into this just just like daniel and and also me and james we're still learning what this is only which we've had hounds but the fox pen stuff is it's <laughs> our second year now, so we're we're still learning ourselves. So anything that we don't know that that would help us out too, it, as far as home remedies, that that would be awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but like you said, um, we're we're looking, we're seeing them, and we're taking notes. And if it's something we got to do research on, we will be sure to bring it along. Uh, we really, really, really enjoyed doing this, and we've got a lot of positive feedback. Where we got the emblem worked up, uh, the uh, the decal. I'm gonna try to get one put on my truck and get some made for you two guys. And you know, we keep getting a little bit bigger. Maybe that's something that we can uh, have for y'all. And uh, yeah, that'd be something kind of cool mean, to see. If y'all would like merchandise of anything, I mean, if that's what. I'll- if we get enough people saying, "Hey, we want merchandise," then that would be something we'd probably look into to provide it at, at hunts, and then also we'd probably throw in for some like charity hunts and stuff like that, just to right. donate it for the charity. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I, you know, we haven't really talked about it because we weren't sure about how how big this thing was going to be, but eight weeks into it, and we got. You know, the, the Anchor app that we use to record the episodes, it talks about, it gives us data on everything. And we've already reached over a thousand views on our episodes. Um, we have a constant 190 people that almost weekly listen to it. It's, it's roughly, 
an estimated audience of 190 people right now. So eight weeks and it's that far. Um, <laughs> thank y'all. <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah. incredible. That's I incredible. appreciate it. But I mean, we're, 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 we started this out to do this as a, as something fun and try to try to get more information out there for other people. And, and it, it, it's taken it off. It seems to be taken off. So, I mean, it, that's, that's awesome. But, you know, you know, and I think one of the things that we'll, we'll try to strive for on, on doing on this is if there is any money to be made, like if we sell merchandise, if we get to the point where we're big enough to, to have merchandise or if, uh, if people want to make donations, we'll return the return it and make a donation back to any organization that's helping keep the sport alive. Uh, as we get bigger, or we can do like, we can do hunts right as we got bigger. Yeah. Like charity hunts for, for, for anybody right i mean yeah as far as anything i mean yeah there could be anything for anything so anything like that we're gonna you know we'll be that's our goal is to make this sport stay alive so if there's something that we can do monetary wise we're gonna try to do it once that stuff starts kind of flowing if it does you know if it does get that big or um we're gonna try to start looking into ways that we can help make a difference and, and do better about uh being a, a a part of of that you know information is great and, and doing the show is great it definitely helps especially if people on the outside of the sport start listening but if we can do something as physically ab- about it we're, we're going to see what we can do about getting in there so um i would love love to make this this i wouldn't say hobby but this style of hunting i would love for it to just blow up yeah over the whole the whole u.s i mean i know there's certain uh states that still do it and there's states that uh don't do it but if you get enough people into it and they want they they will push their their uh governors and everybody to to bring it back Mm -hmm. you get people out there to push eventually it will come that's right that's right. Yeah, don't don't be scared to speak up and fight yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. But um but uh, again, thank thank y'all so much for for listening. It's, uh seems like every time we turn around or we get around the a fox pen, somebody's we mention the show or hell sometimes people mention just come up to us and just tell us they appreciate the show and appreciate listening. Um yeah, you know that's that's we pretty have cool. No clue who they are, uh-huh. and they just walk up. Hey, y'all are y'all are Dylan and Daniel and and James at, with uh, with the podcast. I was like, yep, yeah, that that's us. That's, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. I kind of feel a little famous on that, but, right? <laughs> but uh, that that's a great feeling. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, but um, you know, I believe that's a good little topic and, and covering there we'll we'll kind of go into the hunter results here um I, this is going to be a pretty long episode i'd say it's probably the longest one yeah so yeah. um uh, we're getting we're getting a little better with this i hope we were pretty entertaining so last week i, I definitely missed some hunts and uh we'll try to get these to you real quick and it was part of the masters 
series of hunts and, and stuff. And uh, I do apologize for that. I'm, I'm going to try to get this name right. The the Masters Pontotoc County three-day Fox Hunters Association hunt was, I believe, the week before last. Um, looks like it was a pretty good hunt. Uh, the all-age side, uh, BBK's Over the Hill was your winner. The dog come out of HW's Chance. Junior Smith and Blaine's Miss Freckles at a BBK Stead Ready Kennels. Second place was Turd Hill Soul Sister at a uh, that dog is from BBK Stay Ready Kennels, and that dog is also your combination winner. And your third place hound was Smoke Top's Little B out of Coyote Commander's Kennels. The Derby Bull Mountains Robbie was your winner. That dog is out of FRA's Bros Thigh Bone and RPM's Puddin'. I like that. Puddin'. Did you say Bros? Bros what? Thigh Bone. Thigh Bone. Thigh bone. Okay. Yep. Yep. Hmm. From uh, Full Count Kennels. Second place goes to Pinedale's Whisper B from Pinedale's Kennel. And third place was BBK's Mary Kay. At a BBK Stay Ready Kennels. Looks like BBK had a pretty good little day BBK. down there. BBK was jamming, it sounded like. <laughs> also, the um, 95 South Southern Open three day was the uh, same weekend, I believe. First place dog was K plus J's Purple Rain. That dog is out of K plus J's TJ and K plus J's Hannah out of K plus J Kennels. That's how it was wrote down on the books. I'm not sure if it's supposed to be KNJ or if it's K plus J is how it's broke. So uh, I do apologize if that was messed up. Second place was Daniel's Little Bit out of Daniel Brothers Kennels. And third place was champion Hollow Oaks Trump out of Hollow Oaks Kennel. <laughs> All right. Like that. And for this past weekend, I didn't see a whole lot of hunts going on. There were some hunts that um, – I saw some results and I just couldn't get pictures clear enough to read them. And I do apologize. I know there were some that didn't get posted. Um, if y'all want your hunts posted and, and, and spoken on here, feel free to send me a, uh, a private message and, and send me the pictures. It comes through a lot better on a private message than it does getting posted on Facebook. I don't know why. I don't know why it does that there was comments uh, on my posts and speed dogs that, I couldn't re- make out the picture on, on the comments, but I went into, I got him to send me a picture of it through a message and it come up clear as day. So if y'all want them, send them and I'll be sure to, to, to get them in here. Uh, but the round O Fox run had a younger Derby and puppy hunt. The puppy side took 830 points to win. First place dog was Mizzle's pretty girl at a Mizzle's forest and Mizzle's Chloe. From Keep Them Crying Kennels. I like that name. Keep Them Crying. Uh, second place. That's, that was us the other weekend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Danny, you said a manger kennel. Uh, stay crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second place. Uh, the Hester Boys Ann out of Hester Boys Kennel. And third place, and this 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 guy's been on a roll down down in these puppy hunts here recently. East of Ditso Hoss at the East of Ditso Kittle. And rolling on with him, he took the uh, the Young Derby side. It took six hundred ninety five points to win it. 
and East Adetso's Streak was the winner. The dogs had a B&B's Turbo and Efforts Legs at an East Adetso Kennel. Huckstep's Rowdy at a Huckstep Kennels was a second place dog, and Hester Boy's Deacon at a Hester Boy's Kennel. Now, I didn't seen I didn't seen that name a few times. A Hester Boy's Deacon. Oh yeah, Danger Boy. No, think of something else. Uh, let's see. Yeah. And I know the big hunt, uh, as far as last weekend goes, that I've seen was Tar River. I believe they had a, a heck of a performance. A couple of our friends were down there. Uh, I know uh, Little Mule, he was down there. I think he put up uh, eighth in all age, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> um, but your all age winner was Dalton Spanky. The dogs out of Whiskey Creek Rebate and Whiskey Creek Carry. Rudd's Creek Kennels. Brian Dalton is also the name of that guy uh, that owns that dog. Uh, congratulations to him. This one, I want to find out who this guy is. I want to find out what Reedy Creek he's a part of. But this is uh, Reedy Creek Kennels is your second place uh, kennel. And that dog's name was Reedy Creek Blondie. Uh, third place, SVK's Black Cherry. And that dog comes out of Stanton View Kennels. The combination winner for the all-age was Champion Broke Wright's Ghost, and that dog is out of Champion Broke Wright's Assassin and Broke Wright's Grace from Power Drive Kennels. The Derby, Bull Runs Wyatt, was your winner. Ray's Ace J and Ray's Wendy at a Bull Run Kennels was your winner, and that dog is also the combination winner down there. That's a that's a show right there. That's that's some stuff that we that I want to. That's a, that's a goal. Go down there and win mm-hmm. the hunt and and be the combination winner. Second place, Trevor's Polly M out of Farm Boy Kennels. I'm I'm pretty sure that I read that right. I know it was a touch blurry on that little section for some reason. And then third place, back bringing it back home, Country Oaks Rocket out of Country Oaks Kennel. There we go. Uh, let's see. Also, I got a request, uh, James Deaner sent me a message and uh appears we have some beagle some beagle guys out there listening i appreciate you listening buddy and and i got you right here uh i got the results from the easter hunt club hunt and it was part of the uh outside beagle association 2020 to 2021 series i think this is the last hunt i didn't I didn't see the points or anything like that. I may have overlooked them. I'm sorry if I did. Now, this is something neat, and I meant to kind of talk with you all about this before, but and we don't know nothing about the Beagle side of, of the sport as far as the, the competition side. They split them into females and males. Run them separately. Yeah, well, it's run together, scored separate. Really? Yep. Hmm. yep. I thought that was that was pretty neat. Um, but the female side took 270 points to win. That dog's name was Lulu out of West Creek's Ludacris and Larkin Mountain Gaga out of Southern Spotsy's Kennel. Whiskey was your second place dog at a Southern Styles Kennel. And third place was Gaga out of Jeff. Uh, at dogs. The owner was Jeff Colvin. The male side took 410 points to win. The first place hound was called Batman. 
That dog is at a GFC Southern Style Megatron and uh, Field Champions Southern Style Flip Flop at a Southern Style Kennel. Cody was the name of the second dog at a Seth Soggy Bottom Kennels, and Snapchat was third at a Matthews Mafia Kennel. For all the beagle hunters out there that are into the into it and looking for hunts, that series, the 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 North Carolina, I think it was. I may be wrong on that. The the Beagle Outside Association, their next hunt that they had listed was going to be at Stony Creek Fox Pen on May the 15th. I'm not sure if that's going to start the next uh, point system or series or what the, the deal is with that, but they um, that, that's when the next hunt they had posted that I've seen. I'm kind of, I'd like to, I'd like to get a little more information on, on the, the, the Beagle side. It seems, seems a little different. Seems kind of cool. You know, maybe that's something we'll have to dive into later down the road and, and, and kind of work with that some. Oh, yeah. That was, that was pretty neat. All right. That's all the results that I have as far as, uh, from the past couple weekends. Again, if you want your results posted and you hosted a hunt or if you're a pin and you want me to, you want to send me the results. Uh, top three if you just want to type it out that's fine if not send me a picture a good picture that, that comes through clear of the results of the top three and uh, we'll be sure to get them in here for you upcoming hunts uh let's see we'll start off the border wars at 95 fox run the dog must be horn registered to be in this and i believe the book might be full already it starts on april the 16th and 17th that looks like it's going to be a pretty good one. Uh, WS&T Fox Pen is going to have a two-class puppy hunt this weekend, April the 10th. Uh, Foxtail, the North Carolina Running Hound Association hunts this weekend. It's a derby all-age hunt. I believe that's going to be a pretty big hunt. It's a bench show. It's a double points. It goes to, towards the test of the best. Um, kind of almost wish that we would have broke down and got some numbers, but we got our – we got our butt struck around then last time we were at Foxtail. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you take a dog down there, you better have a jammer. That's all I've got. To yeah. Say. That's, that's, uh, that's mini tar river. That's what I call it. That's little tar river. Um, yeah, they do a, they do an excellent job with that pen. It's, it's a, it's a balls to the wall running pen. Uh, next hunt they have posted that I've seen, uh, the Jamesville hunt clubs having a derby all age on April the 24th. Uh, next up on my list, 95 Fox Run this weekend is having the Brian Boykin Benefit Hunt. It's a puppy and derby hunt this weekend, April the 10th. Looks like it's going to a pretty good cause. Um, I don't have all the details on the, on the hunt and, and what it is, but any kind of benefit hunt that can be put on by uh, by this sport is is a beautiful thing. So good job, guys. Y'all make sure y'all get down there. It's, it's a little bit of a hike for us. It's down in South Carolina. For us, so uh, that's 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 one that maybe maybe when we get some more powerful dogs, we'll come down there and see y'all. But <laughs> uh, also this weekend, the Bushy Tail Fox Preserve is having a pup hunt, a puppy hunt on the this Sunday, I believe. It's the April eleventh. Uh, next on my list, Grassy Branch Fox Preserve having a two class puppy hunt April seventeenth. Sandy Ridge Fox Preserve is having a church benefit hunt. It's also a puppy hunt on April the 24th. The, this one I can't wait to see. This guy, I hope y'all take plenty of pictures and post plenty of pictures and 
and, and <laughs> it maybe take some videos and stuff. The Piedmont Training Preserve is having the guys versus gals hunt. It's an all-age speed and drive on April the 24th. That looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, also on the 24th, Bay Bush is having a May and under hunt. Um, again, that's on April the 24th. Uh, the championship money hunt series starts this weekend on April the 10th at Bay City Fox Preserve. The the guys that we were running with this weekend in Hollywood, uh, they, they I believe they were making that trip down there. Uh, and that championship money hunt series continues the following weekend at Round O Fox Run on April the 17th. Uh, let's see. Next up on the list, uh, here's, a, here's a far distance one. The 2021 Sunshine State Hunt is going to be at the – now this one's going to fool you a little bit. The Carolina Running Pins down in Alabama, April the 8th through the 10th. That's a three-day hunt. Uh, also, another one out in the distance uh, for all my Midwest listeners out there. The Midwest Masters is having a three-day at Country Corner Fox Pen in Roston, Arizona. That's one of them ones that uh, if we ever get some powerful dogs, I'd like to be able to go somewhere like that and just to just to see what you can, we can pair with uh, all across the country. Oh, I'm going to make that trip to at least Mississippi at yeah, least once. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, then our then our big locals uh, pools uh, Fox Preserve. Uh, Dylan, I know you're going to this. The the United Eastern one day speed and drives this weekend. Uh, my cousin Sakes is going down there as well. So good luck to y'all. Y'all yep. y'all bring some hardware back. We we had our first uh, no hardware or no placement hunt last weekend or the weekend before last. So get us back into a, get us back into it. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm resting, man. The uh, also it pulls next weekend, and I cannot wait for this. The hundredth Maryland State Fox Hunters or Fox Chasers Association is going to be April the sixteenth through the eighteenth. If you haven't paid your paid your money yet, get it with Missy and get her paid. That way, you get locked in. Um, I believe that there there might have been still a few spots left that haven't been locked in. If not. Get on the waiting list um, and, and be patient. Hopefully we can get it and hope it's going to be a good show. I know it is. I can't wait to get down there and have a good time. Uh, the following weekend, the Dundas Hunt Club is April the 24th hunt. Following weekend after that, the Tatum Road Hunt Club is having their hunt on May the 1st. Both of those are speed and drive hunts. And uh, the next one that I have on my schedule as far as at pools goes the 50th annual uh, Virginia International Fox Hound Club. And that is a one day uh, HGA hunt. The numbers go out the 10th. The post, uh, I believe, was a little confusing, but it, the, it said the fourth on the post, but somewhere she had it corrected and it was 10th. So the number should go out on the 10th at six o'clock. And uh, definitely looking forward to that hunt. Uh, I love a good HGA hunt down at pools. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll get some numbers for it and get down there and have a good time. Uh, last but not least, the Tar River Fox Preserve, uh, West Virginia State, three days, April the 29th through May 2nd. And I've seen that they added, I believe, a one day on May the 8th, the Mecklenburg County hunt. 
we'll have to uh we'll have to get some details on that hunt and see if maybe maybe we have to make a trip down there but sounds sounds like a plan to me that uh i know uh you got the i'm not sure if the book is closed yet but it's uh the churchill hunting club that's right uh april 17th well it's yeah it's the 17th morning uh they're doing a puppy hunt. I ain't got all the information on that. I had it, and I just talked to the guy, too. Uh, what is the fox pen? The, is it Tower Hill? Turpin's, Turpin's Creek. Is it Turpin's, Turpin's Creek? Creek. It's yep. Turpin's Creek. Uh, they're having one the 17th of this month. Uh I'll see if I can get the information and post it on our Facebook page if I need to. Um, I know it's a 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. run. Yep. It yeah, is. Early run. I just don't know. I can't remember the, the contact. What what months they're going for for as far as the uh, the age of the puppies. So. Yeah, y'all will be down there judging uh, that. I, yeah, me, me and Daniel will be down there judging that hunt. Uh, I'll be. So if anybody – wants any information on it uh send us send us a message and uh we'll see if we can work up something for you that'll work well i believe that pretty well covers it then don't it guys yeah i think so believe so good deal good deal again i can't thank y'all enough for listening uh, i believe we've kept y'all long long enough for this one and uh i won't, I won't give my full spiel uh, any any kind of association there's the the North Carolina Wildlife Pen Association they're doing big things down in Carolina. There's a uh, the North Carolina uh, Running Hound Association. If you can find an association and and, and dig into them and, and if that's something that your your heart set that maybe you can donate to, like the uh, Virginia Dog Hunters Association. There's uh, the I think there's the Virginia Running Hounds Association too. Uh, there's there's all kinds of different groups and stuff like that but if you, if you feel it in your heart to go out there and donate uh, make sure you do it uh, give another shout out to our friends at chestnut mountain feed if you're central virginia around the concord lynchburg Appomattox area uh, be sure to give them a look and, and and go pay them a visit mention our names and uh, tell them we sent you over there uh, and i believe that pretty well covers it so Thank you all for listening. Thank you for the support. Share, share, share. Spread the word. We love doing this. Really enjoy it. Thank you all for the positive feedback. If there's something we can do better or do more of, uh, any, any, any advice is good advice. So thank you all, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Happy hunting, everybody.